If you clicked on this episode, that means you are ready to join me on a journey of reflection, learning, and healing. Hi, my name is Amira, and I am excited to create a space where I share my reflections and make sense of them through the lens of systemic oppression and healing. Some days I might share reflections on my healing journey, and other days I might talk about politics, the ups and downs of navigating life, or what I'm learning from my solo travels. My hope is that you find some clarity for your own life by listening to my honest reflections. Let's heal together. Let's make sense of this journey together. Let's build some clarity. Hello. Thank you for allowing me to join you in your day today, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, whether you are jogging, cooking, cleaning, driving, going to work, or just listening to my podcast in the background, I'm just very grateful that you chose to allow me to join you today. Unlike other episodes, I am actually going to get a lot more personal in today's topic because what I'm talking about is something that I have intentionally done over the past three months, which has fundamentally transformed my entire 2022 and has set me on an incredible upwards trajectory for what is to come ahead for my my life. And I really hope you stick around till the end because I will share with you some tangible practices you can implement in your own life from the lessons that I have learned over the past three years to set yourself up for success in the months and the new year. So going back a little bit, 2021 honestly was by far the roughest and lowest point of my life in recent years. And I know it is shocking for a lot of people to hear because for many people, 2020 was sort of that dip in, I mean, the global economy, in the labor market, in people's lives, people's health, you know, COVID-19 came and destroyed everything, people's lives upended. Of course, I was impacted by it as well myself. I was a sophomore in college at the time and I was kicked out of my dorm and basically had a year and a half of my college put on Zoom that I never expected and, and all the things that came with it. But it didn't have the negative, I mean, the emotional toll that 2021 had on me. So going back a little bit by the year end of 2020, the, the suffocation of the pandemic and a lot of other other things happening in my life put me in a place where I was sort of desperate to get out and escape. So I jumped into situations without thinking them through. And in that process, I trusted and leaned in and opened up to the wrong people and found myself in incredibly emotionally painful and physically unsafe situations. So that was sort of 2021. And, you know, when I was entering 2022, I was entering 2022. My God, y'all, I thought I was so confident. I was like, I have learned all the lessons that I needed to learn in 2021. I am prepared to protect myself. And I thought that I could see hurtful situations coming my way from a mile away. I could best be aware of what's to come and I'm prepared. And well, 2022 happened this year from January to July, I would say. And it slapped me back and forth, back and forth in my face with new unexpected experiences that challenged me, challenged my sense of self, challenged me to relook at myself and reconsider everything that I thought about myself. So actually the first four months of this year, so the spring of this year, I was doing my last semester at UPenn. So I was a senior and I was doing my semester abroad in Greece. And that time I was finding myself with people I absolutely did not align with. What I'm about to say, I know a lot of people listening will relate, but when I was 
in that program and I was around people I absolutely did not align with, I still hung out with them because, well, I didn't want to be alone. And out of pure survival mode, I was surrounding myself and keeping myself stuck in the presence of energy and in the presence of people who didn't align and added to the clutter in my head and added to the fog that I was feeling. Fast forward to the summer, I came back from my semester abroad, graduated, walked that graduation stage. And this summer, I was in California at this point trying to pursue graduate fellowship as a fiscal policy analyst at the California Legislative Analyst's Office. And while I was doing that job, I initially was supposed to live with a family member who pulled out, you know, and didn't want to host me anymore. So then I experienced a lot of housing instability and I'm running around from place to place, finding myself because of the desperation that I was in economically and housing wise and in again, unsafe situations. And all I was doing was running like I have been running since the beginning of the pandemic, trying to run from my problems, trying to find safety with the wrong people, trusting the wrong people in the wrong places, and then collapse, trying to get back up again, experience the same thing, collapsing. And I was like, what is happening? I'm trying to be intentional. I'm trying my best to extend kindness, gratitude, love, and loving kindness to the ways of others. I am trying to share my journey so other people can heal with me. I'm trying to give as much light and love as well as trying to build trust with people. So I'm doing all these things. Why is the universe returning so much chaotic energy in my life with the wrong people and the wrong places? Why am I not aligning the right things? Basically, that was my question. So it was in July when I collapsed, basically, mentally, I mean, physically too, it was a, it was a bad time. I was living out of my car in a suitcase or two. And then I decided to just drive back to Los Angeles, um, where my parents live in an apartment. And I have an incredibly very, very difficult and unsafe relationship with my parents as well, particularly my father. And it's very unsafe to stay in the in, in the same home with him. But when I had my last sort of straw, when everything fell apart, y'all, I had no other option. Like I was like, it is either this or be on the streets. And I couldn't. And it worked out at the time because my job was online, but it meant that I was again in a place my parents' place where it that's not a safe place for me so in that time when I was in California this summer I reconnected with a high school friend and I had told her exactly what I just told you all and she looked at me and she said Amira you know ever since high school I have seen people be envious towards you and I I took a step back when she said that and I was like what do you mean she said Amira since high school I have seen people be envious towards you when we have positive energy and when we have a lot of light it attracts right people but it also attracts a lot of wrong people and this is where we have to discern so much better and we can only discern better when we pause ourselves from oversharing and take the time to really think about what are we sharing and who are we sharing it with so when she said that I don't know what it was and I if my friend if that friend is listening I love you so much girl I do you you what you said that day changed the trajectory of my life over the past three months so when she said that it like like a jolt of fire so many dots just added up in my in my head and I remember I dropped her home and on my way back home all these thoughts were rushing through my head so I pulled up my car in my parents's apartment garage parked the car pulled out my phone went on Instagram and hit the deactivation button so I know the title of this episode I have titled it I have deactivated or I cut off social media for three months and by social media I'm just talking about Instagram because for me I don't have Snapchat TikTok any of that Facebook I never go on there the only other social media that 
I have is is Twitter, which I use, but that's all for policy and, you know, just to keep up with the political world. Instagram really is this, quote, social media where I'm engaging with other people in, in the social sphere. Anyway, so I hit the deactivation button. What my friend said, everything clicked. I have been giving, sharing without discernment, sharing on social media, sharing about my healing journey, sharing with people about heartful experiences I've had, basically opening myself up, exposing myself to the world without discerning, are these the right people? Even when I was sharing like experiences I was going through throughout the summer of like hardships of fighting battles alone or like feeling loneliness. And there was nothing wrong to share that with one or two friends who I trust, you know, not on my story when everyone is it's out for people to see and the people who wishes harm on me, they look at it and they kind of laugh and they kind of are happy that I'm not doing well. So I was putting myself up for that. that that's something I didn't recognize before that. But I like to believe that most people have good intentions. But the reality is not all people have good intentions. Anyway, three months later, right now, as I'm recording this episode, three months after I hit the deactivation button on Instagram, a lot has happened in my life. And I want to now share sort of the top five lessons I've learned from my time being completely off social media. The first thing that I've learned is that being off social media has allowed me to give time to the projects and activities in life I have been meaning to do for a long time, but just felt like this blockage or like my life is cluttered with so many things that I just don't have time for it. Turning off social media allowed me to create time for it. So if you're a person listening and you have projects in your life that you want to get to, it could be things you want to do for your personal development, interests you want to explore. If you're trying to get into music, if you're trying to get into the arts, if you're trying to get into whatever it could, but you've been making excuses for yourself. You listening to this episode is a sign from the divine, is a sign from the universe, is a sign from your God, whatever God means for you to really think about why are you making excuses? Because that's what turning of social media allowed me to do. You see this episode that you're listening to, I have been dreaming and thinking about this project for years. I was just too scared to get a mic. This mic I bought was for like $14 on Amazon and record. I was so afraid to do that because I had created all these narratives in my head, this deficit mindset and allowed the noise of others all the things going on in my life, all these excuses that was magnified by social media because how other people are portraying their life with all these pictures and all these activities in their life to sort of allow myself to create this fog in my head. So if you're feeling a sense of being stuck in your life and not feeling fulfilled, and if you feel like you're half-assing everything you're doing, well, one, you are not alone. Two, I empathize with you. And number three, use this episode as motivation, as the sign to think about this. What you're going through is not, you know, just your own failure. It's not. What I went through of like feeling stuck in not getting to the things that I wanted to get to was not just my own own failure. It was a product of capitalism. It was a product of the priming of capitalism on my consciousness, which has trained me to tie my worth to labor, tie my worth to the 50 million different things I'll be doing. Because if I'm not president of XYZ things, if I'm not producing XYZ things, if I'm not achieving XYZ things, then I'm not good enough. So that mindset already has set me up for failure. 
failure from the start. Because as we know, human beings, we are not successful when we are multitasking or pouring 100 cups. We are most successful when we are probably just pouring wonderfully into one cup. So going back to my first lesson, you know, now that I've cut off social media, I've been able to be so much more clear about my goal. Clear, become, I've allowed myself to be tunnel vision about my goals. What do I want to achieve? Exactly what are they? How am I going to achieve them? I created those questions and answered those questions for myself and used the time that I would to mindlessly scroll to be intentional with my time to create an action plan and I executed on it. So social media allowed me to create that time for myself. Instead of being mindless and instead of being passive, I became active. And so if you're feeling distracted in your life and you're trying to find a way to start becoming more clear in your head, in your vision, I really suggest, I mean it seriously, consider turning off. And now this could be a broad way of saying it, turning off. It could be just deleting the app for your, from your phone for a few days, maybe deactivating for a few days or a week. You know, it doesn't have to be three months like I did. It could be just a few days but challenge yourself to take away from from social media even if it is for just one day and instead look at your calendar and really carve out specific hours or minutes or times of what you want to achieve in that time and I promise you when you achieve that by the end you you come out feeling more fulfilled more achieved than you would have mindlessly scrolling through social media now the second thing I learned from turning off social media is that when I turned off social media, I felt no pressure to overshare. I have created an, a previous episode on oversharing and how capitalism benefits when we overshare our personal lives. I really hope you go back and watch or sorry, listen to episode. I think that's episode three. But when I had social media, you know, the way we stay relevant in the quote unquote public mind that social media promotes is when we overshare, when we are always sharing how we are feeling, what we're eating, who we're with, how pretty we're looking, what we're doing. And that constant oversharing is rewarded by this false sense of social validation. Before, I felt so much pressure to share what I'm achieving professionally, what I'm doing in my day-to-day healing practices. And I shared all of that in hopes that a like or a, sh- or a comment would give me the validation I needed. So this is not good. This is not healthy. I recognize that. And, and therefore, when I shut down social media, I was able to lift that pressure off. You know why? Because there is nobody to compare myself with right now. Like seriously. And not that comparing should ever be happening, but you know, our, our, our egos are at play and it. it's a valid human thing to, to want to do as much as other folks are doing to keep up with community. I have no reference point. All the lives of other people on social media that I sort of used as a reference point to compare my own life. Well, I I don't have that anymore. So that was really helpful. The third thing turning off social media taught me was that I've been able to really be present in the moment without feeling the sense of like fear of missing out because genuinely like there is nothing for me to miss out on because I've shut down social media and the facade of having to do so much. That's gone. I'm not engaging with so many people and I have intentionally sort of isolated myself this semester that's allowed me to truly fully embrace my power feel joy in the present moment and not constantly live life with the immediate impulse to compare my life with someone else's as if our stories are the same 
So I'm sharing this because if you're struggling with comparing yourself with someone else, if you struggle to feel that your life is amazing, it might not be the best. It might not also be the worst. But if you struggle to feel content with your life and if you want to get to the point where you can be like, you know what? My life is amazing. Amazing doesn't mean everything needs to be sunshine and rainbows. It means that I am safe, happy and healthy. And if I have those things, then I should be able to be like, my life is amazing. So to get to that point, I think we need to shut down some of those voices that are adding clutter to our lives and I think the social media eco chamber is the sound box that adds a lot of unnecessary voice in our in our life that when we shut down for a bit we can create that space for us to compare less and have gratitude more the fourth thing that I've learned from turning up social media is that turning up social media allowed me to establish a consistent routine in my life and for folks listening who struggle to have a consistent routine in their lives if you are someone who feels very disorganized in your day-to-day life if you're someone who feels like their life is all over the place you know no sort of certain routine or schedule and you feel like you're all over the place please allow this episode to be a wake-up call again to really think about why is it like genuinely ask yourself why is it that you struggle to be able to build the consistency in your day-to-day life as human beings our brains are conditioned to appreciate and like certainty which is why in the moments of uncertainty such as the COVID-19 pandemic there was a social uproar, an emotional and psychological breakdown because uncertain moments bring turbulence and turbulence is associated with unsafety. So we all like safety and safety is associated with certainty. So we know we like safety, we know we like certainty and we know we want certainty through consistency in our lives. Then why do we struggle to achieve that? And I think part of the story here is that we are okay and complicit with having things in our lives present that is not serving us. And I I think social media is one of them. So when I shut down social my social media, I had made a clear goal, a clear set of goals of what I wanted to do these three months. I found a found a meditation group that I go see every week. Every morning I wake up and you know the first thing I do, I take a few deep breaths, then I do my gratitude journal. I've bought this gratitude journal where it has prompts for every morning and every evening. And so every morning I wake up, I do the gratitude journal to express gratitude, set my intentions for the day, what I want to do to be productive the affirmation I want to create for myself for the day before going to bed at night I have again a strict very consistent routine of meditating for a bit then journaling about what I experienced what I've done today and then doing my nightly gratitude journal where that book also it gives prompts for to go over sort of the things that happened today a sort of a checklist of where I am with my emotions and that sort of self check-in that's something that I wanted for my life for such a long time a, a consistent meditation and inquiry practice and I was able to achieve that and you can achieve a consistent routine in your life too So allow this episode again to be a a call for you to sit down. And I hope after listening to this episode, you create this intention for yourself. If you feel scattered in your life right now, after this episode, I want you to just carve out some time today, even if it is just 10 or 15 minutes to look at your calendar and be like, okay, these are the things I want to get done this month. These are the goals. How can I look at my calendar and carve these things in to make sure I do all the responsibilities I need for work and school. And then a few things I want to prioritize and get done 
in this month or this week or whatever your time frame and try to slot that in your calendar and try to build that consistent routine. I promise you when you can build some sort of consistency in your life, you will feel so much more fulfilled. Like today is a great example. I woke up this morning, I did my meditation, I did my gratitude journaling, I set my intentions of all the activities I wanted to get done, all the things I wanted to do. Even I put in recording this episode was part of my to-do list, part of the things I wanted to accomplish today and here I am accomplishing right now as we speak. So do that for yourself too. Plan it out. Be clear. Be intentional about what you want to do in each hour of the day because we all have the same 24 hours. We all have the same 24 hours. It is just a matter of how we are spending those 24 hours and we all get a choice to be intentional. And yes, even if yesterday we were not able to be intentional with our day, we have an opportunity tomorrow. We have an opportunity today. So I hope you can allow this episode to be a wake up call again, to be clear about your vision, to be clear about your goals and be intentional and write it down. And the last thing I learned from from turning off of social media is that when I tuned out social media, it allowed me to tune in to my solitude and I've been able to embrace solitude. Isolation, I know, has a negative connotation but honestly it's been the best three months of my life and I cannot even begin to explain to people how much I've learned about myself because I've been spending more time with myself I've been able to create time even during the day throughout the day when memories come up or things from the past are coming up I sit down and I journal I write it out and I've been able to do that before I had the impulse to share with someone now I have the impulse to write it down and clarify within that has been a liberating practice to be able to really clarify for myself why was it that I reacted into ways that I did in the past why did I fall back into old patterns and habits why did I react the way I did behave the way I did you know these questions that I have for myself to better clarify and gain clarity and insight into me I got it by taking the time to be with me we learn the most about ourselves when we are with us and not with others we spend time and enjoy time with others but we don't learn a lot about ourselves when we are with others so being in the presence of ourselves allow us to take the time to get better at knowing us so that we can get more clear about our vision so that we can get more clear about our goal allow this episode to be call for you to declutter your mind and cleanse the negative energy of the people around you cleanse the the debris that you might feel in your body from all the chaos and drama and all that happening in your life by taking time for you by taking time to be intentional about your schedule intentional about your day intentional about who you're giving your time to turning of the noise of social media has allowed me to find hope and purpose in my life again you know i feel whole again i can confidently say that by the end of these three months compared to where i was in july i feel so refreshed so re-energized so excited and thrilled for my future for my days and months ahead and of course there's reason to be because I spent three months really being so clear intentional and tunnel vision about my goals and what I wanted to achieve and how I plan my days out to do so including my plans for this winter I'm actually moving to the to Barcelona Spain in about three weeks because my work is online but my my exams and everything they are all online and my classes end the first week of December and I really wanted an opportunity to be back in Europe again to travel to a few more European countries and I have a list of I think seven or eight countries that I'm traveling in December and January and then well uh, by the end of January I'm headed off to the country of Timor-Leste 
where I will be as serving as a Fulbright scholar all of next year teaching in the capital of Delhi. So I have a lot of exciting things ahead and get, and you can have that for yourself too. Of course, it doesn't have to be anything related to traveling. It could be you achieving this goals, the small and the big to get into the routines you want of like getting to that project, becoming more healthy, being consistent with your plans to go to the gym or whatever it could be for you. But take time off of giving to others and put it back to you to do that. And I was able to align my life back because I chose to step back and give to me. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to share a few things that you can take away basically from what I shared over the past few minutes. One is if you feel so called for, maybe consider taking a break from social media. Now this break could be a one day break, a one week break, a one month break, whatever is fit for you. But if you feel like it could be helpful for you to tune down the noise of other people and tune into the noise of you I really say do it because the people who really wants to check in with you and who really cares about you and who will care about you if your face is not popping up on their feed I trust those people have your phone number they can text you they can call you you know so you're not going to lose out people in your life if you turn off social media and number two is if you don't want to do that if you don't want to turn off social media maybe creating a better routine in your life you know we are almost towards the end of November now and then we have December and then we're heading towards 2023. You get to decide just like I did to spend some time to map out how do you want the months ahead to look like. It's not going to happen out of the blue. No one's going to come and do it for you. It's not going to fall into place. My friends or people in my life when they ask me, oh Amira, how do you achieve this? Or how, oh, it seems like you all always are getting these good things. And, and I stop them and I'm like, no, no, I sit down. I have clear visions of exactly what scholarship I want, exactly what job I want, exactly what fellowship I want, exactly which countries I want to travel to. And I become tunnel vision of like working to earn the money that I need to, to, to pay for that as I have over the past three months, which, you know, I forgot to mention, but on top of all the routines and everything I shared, I've worked three jobs, my main job and two other side hustles to earn all the money that I need so that I can enjoy and make the vision I have for my winter break into fruition. Again, none of that happened without planning. It happened because of intense planning and you all do not need to be I word intense but yeah create a routine in your life and allow yourself to sit and be intentional with your day and that's going to give a lot of fruitful rewards for you and the third thing I'll say is be intentional with who you are with and who and what you are giving your energy to I hope that you allow this episode to allow you to sit and reflect on who are the people in my life I'm giving to? Ask the questions. Are these people aligned with me? Are these people adding to my growth? Do I really want to carry them with me in 2023? How can I step back? Could it mean that I might need to mute their profiles on social media? I'm telling you, if there are some people's feeds you see on your social media and every time you see their face or their their stuff, your body has a reaction. Well, that's your body's sign telling you that this person is not good for you or your energy doesn't align with theirs. Doesn't mean that that, that person is a bad person. It just means that person is not right for you. And you might need to mute their profile or unfollow them or block them, whatever you think is right for you. But to take your energy back, pull it inward, give it back to you. Be intentional with your time. So those are the three things I have for you. You know, being off social media taught me that when we can become more clear and tunnel vision about our goals, we can literally achieve anything we set our mind to because a focused mind is a successful mind. And the noise of social media adds so much gunk and clutter in our lives. It takes us away from our 
our clear vision. To set that mindset, we need to create the space to build that mindset because our reality is just a narrative that we are creating in our head. Our realities are a reflection of the inner dialogues we're having in our head. And we can have a good inner dialogue of our lives when we can discern better and do the things we need to to allow ourselves to be successful and and intentional in what we do. I'm so, so happy you took the time today to listen to my thoughts. And I have so much hope for what is to come for all of us. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode and found it to be helpful. To stay updated on future episodes, go on Instagram and follow at Clarity with Amira. I would love to engage with you there. Till then, please be kind to yourself and take it one day at a time. You got this.